We're back. We're back for the fifth season of the Water People podcast. Welcome back, Davey. What have you been up to? Oh, thank you, Lauren Lindsay Hill. And welcome back to yourself. I have been surfing a lot and spending time with family. So a different kind of year this year. And growing food (laughs) and diving and also being excited to chat with people. And that is really at the centre of the podcast for me is this enthusiasm to sit with people and have permission to ask them pointed questions, Mm. you know, and and to know that right now we're here to hear from you, Mm. from this person. So sitting down with an elder, someone like Rusty Miller, or sitting down with someone who is a psychologist and therapist and get a window into a whole other universe of Mm. human experience is really wonderful and it's especially for me because I don't do all the Instagram social media stuff I feel like I get updates on the world from these conversations mm. thinking of James Nestor last year and and having all of the epiphanies about nose breathing I was surfing with a friend today who told me they listened to that and are doing their very best to change their breathing habits in their 40s so just little moments like that for me are, are really such a stoker Mm -hmm. and that we have the good fortune to have that permission with people. We've had a little break over the last couple months and I love that break because it allows us to sort of dip into a more spacious, restful time, but also to let ideas bubble up, to let other projects and concepts bubble up and not to have time away from that as well. But what I love about the podcast is that we get to grow with it and it gets to grow with us. So as our interests change and projects come up, we can sort of steer it and it steers us. And it's this continual learning and growing, enriching project that Mm. I just love getting back to after those few months away. And we've recorded six or eight episodes already for the season. We'll have 16 episodes at least this year in 2023, our fifth season. And I've learned so much already, specifically about people that we know, that we've sat down with, that we have pre-existing relationships with. And gosh, I just, it makes me want to recommend to anyone who's listening for you to interview people in your own life in this pointed, (laughs) focused way, Mm. because I feel like I've gotten such a deeper understanding of people I, I would have said I already know quite well. And that's just so deepening and so beautiful for a friendship. Mm, that's true. It's really, it's really a great structure to lean up against when you're chatting with someone to go, okay, this is the moment. These are the roles right now. So we're focusing on you. We're not going to tit for tat converse right mm. now and try and vie for attention or vie for a viewpoint that dominates the other. Mm. This is just a flow that does come back and forth a little, but largely it's on that person who's sitting across from Mm. us. I've got a question for you. Speaking of which, people have started turning the question back around on me lately, asking me about our opening question. Tell me about a time or experience after which you were never the same. So I want to ask you, was there a time like that in the last year that you could share? Time in the last year. I just think it's so helpful to take the time when we can to reflect 
it's funny you should say time in the last year because my relationship with time has certainly changed. We've mm. become parents of a young child that is in kindy now and so he has a schedule related to clock time and as you know I have repelled and <laughs> kept at bay the clock as much as humanly possible in my life and I was very nervous about us being dragged into scheduling and all of that with school coming along and it's been amazing. The experience of time not being such a bad thing, like the clock version of time, is something that surprised me, realizing that a little structure is good. You know, just like in our garden, we've got garden beds that, have, that are raised enough so that everything isn't in a quagmire of water. And there is a certain structure there for the free-flowing life on top of all of that to thrive, mm. I feel the same now. So life does feel different now. I'm a little less cagey and rigid about clock time, like, oh, <laughs> this is cool, you know, and then the benefit of seeing Minnow's social skills and his social world open right up mm. and all this learning happening that we can't provide by just you and I mm. is really wonderful and that we've got so much to be grateful for that we live in an area where we share values with a lot of people here of health, well-being, kindness, time among the living world creativity yeah Yeah. so that how about you thanks for asking i was listening to a podcast this morning and it was two people and they were talking about one works with couples a lot and he was speaking about how he often interviews couples about their finances and what he encounters is that couples after the years get on tend to not ask each other questions anymore like questions of curiosity about the people they are. Mm. So thanks for asking the question to me. I didn't have to ask it to myself. Thank you for that. For me, one of the experiences that I've had in the last several months that I think has changed and will continue to change me was engaging with the book, The Artist's Way. It's a sort of spiritual take on creativity as a practice and sort of, you know, stretching your creative boundaries and expressions in different ways. And anyway, I've been going through it with a group of friends and that process has been so much fun. But there was one line in particular in the book by Julia Cameron. She writes that art is the practice of structuring time. And that feels so like you were talking about in terms of time. It feels sort of boring and logistical and sort of a dry way to think about doing art or whatever it is you're passionate about, whatever your creative outlet is, whether it's writing or making a movie or building a garden, or if it's macrame weaving or trying to do a better bottom turn, if you're not putting in a little bit of time on a regular basis, it's not going to happen Like mm. for me. And that's so obvious, but I have quite a few projects that I'm interested in working on over the next six to 12 months, maybe two years. And she just really reminded me that we overestimate what we can do in a week, but we underestimate what we can accomplish in a year or in two years if we chip away regularly with little chunks of time. And that's especially difficult when you have young children or a young child because time feels more scarce than ever. Mm. But, you know, I've been really inspired to just put in 20 minutes of writing here and there, fit it in 20 minutes. You can pretty much fit in 20 minutes. I think you have 
72 20-minute blocks to choose from over the course of a day. So pick one of those and use them towards something that lights you up. And I've been trying to do that, not especially successfully yet, but I've been thinking about it a lot. I really have to applaud you on it because I've known people over the years who have pursued the artist's way process and gotten a lot out of it Mm. and seeing you embark on that journey with friends Mm. has been really awesome especially because of those structured prompts and questions that are in the book where you almost fill out blank spaces and stuff when you're conversing with your friend group every week for this process and in a way that is almost like the podcast thing you were saying before where it's like have some questions for your friends like Mm. have have that sort of uh, structure to lean on with your friends and you'll learn so much and I've actually seen you doing that when I've happened to be in the house a bit too long (laughs) and all the ladies gather and it's secret women's business that I shouldn't be privy to but I'm stoked that I have caught a couple glimpses of it because I hear you learning about each other in ways that are really enriching and I love that with some of my friends when Mm. it happens, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't happen as much as it should. And And those structures really help. Exactly. The artist way is just sort of like a weekly reminder to keep asking, keep uh, probing and questioning each other and yourself especially. Mm. And when I think about this season of the podcast and opening up with Rusty Miller and Boleyn's episodes, when I think about Rusty, I think, oh my gosh, isn't it so true that... If you get stuck into habits and you keep doing the same thing every day, there's no faster pathway to getting old. Mm. And the opposite is also true. Mm. If you keep learning and keep curious about the world and keep asking questions, that really is the fountain of youth. That's the way to stay mm. you know, young feeling for mm. the world to keep feeling fresh. Mm. I actually would like to take this moment to ask listeners out there to send to us their idea of what in life doesn't benefit from being done artfully. I ask this question of friends often Hmm. and it came to me when I was mowing the lawn one day in (laughs) concentric circles and in an artful way and I thought to myself, I wonder if there is anything, even things as mundane as mowing, that don't benefit from being done artfully. You could be a stickler like with words and things, but I would like to hear from people about that because what you're talking about with the artist's way, time and art, conversation, us sitting here talking with people, being creative with your conversation, thinking of new questions, new ways to talk to old friends is really quite wonderful. Mm. And so it does make me think of that. What else? Everything else pretty much benefits from an artful approach but maybe not so if you if you think of a real (laughs) proper answer to that where there's something doesn't benefit from it then I'd like to know the thing that came up for me was if your focus is different than just producing something beautiful for example if you're short on time then the benefit may not be there to do something artfully if it takes you longer. No, but then the benefit of being artful with your time is that you will come up with another way to gain a couple minutes or <laughs> gain some more time somehow. Great. So to me, that that's my point of view with that thing, words. 
can stop there. <laughs> anyway, I like where this conversation has ended up because I feel that there is the podcast and there is this type of communicating we do when we sit with someone and record for mm. this. And there is also all these mini moments with friends and family where we can apply some of what we're learning through this process to our really intimate relationships. And it's that's a real treat and that's a surprise for me because at the beginning of all this, I, I just felt like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to hear from all the people in surfing and ocean-related stuff that we never hear from in magazines and on internet stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the, the real good fortune to be able to sit with some pretty left field people or people who have just been overlooked by surf culture or whatnot but there's a lot more to it and it's really lovely and i'm really appreciative and thank you for having so much energy and focus for it i'm really stoked on that thank you lala i love you it's a family project so thanks for being here with me and we hope you all are well and that you enjoy the season as much as we have enjoyed sitting down and recording already (laughs) 